Welcome to Jumping Conclusions with me, Ryan Bliss, and Harry Durham. Ryan, thank you for having me on Jumping to Conclusions. It's an absolute pleasure, as always. Um, the thing that our viewers all want to know this week is, what did you get for your birthday? It'd be easier to talk about what I didn't. Really? Have you done well? Yeah, I've done well. I got a... Probably the highlight mm. was a Garmin watch. Okay. That is called an Approach S10. And It's um... for my golf. Oh, okay. And it's got about 20,000 courses registered on it. Is this one... Does this tell you... It tells you yardage to the pin. Okay. Really? That's impressive. Yeah, it is impressive. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it would be no good to make because I'm terrible at golf. But it's a nice gift to receive. I've got some nice books, some lovely um, headed paper. Oh. That you write thank you cards on. Yeah. Sort of a classy touch. Um, we have an old friend. They call them stiffies. Gosh, I am not going to call them that. They invited us. They invited us to Sunday lunch, and uh, although we'd already accepted verbally, she said, "Darling, I'll send you a stiffy." <laughs> I didn't know quite what to think. Goodness me! Wow, Ryan, I'm not sure where to go with that. Well, I got some stiffies. I don't particularly want a stiffy from you, if I'm honest, buddy. <laughs> so, tell me what books have we got here. Well, one is called "Golf Is Not a Game of Perfect." Okay. By so, Dr. Rob Rotella. Certainly not in your case, anyway. I would say anything but. No. The other one is from mm. Gareth Thomas. Gareth Thomas. <laughs> Lovely accent. I got some, I got a watch. Really? From my from my my boss. So are you going to be like Sir Mark Prescott and have a watch, like the Garmin on one hand and a watch on the other? Because he ha- I might. Oft- he often has one on both, which yeah. I, I'm not quite sure why that might I, be. I but... might do that. Okay. I don't know whether I can put it off or not. Um, but look, I'm not going to rule it out. Okay. So yeah, nice gifts. Birthday was good. Also, we went out for dinner on the Saturday night, which was my birthday, and, um... Yeah, thanks for the invite, mate, by the way. Go well, cheers. (laughs) And, (laughs) and, um, we had a nice couple of three bottles of wine. Mm -hmm. And I... each? No. And I thought, I don't know why, I thought it was a great idea to have shots. And we had this shot that tasted like Battenberg. Yeah. Eclectic eclectic sort of fancy. It was most bizarre. If you know anything about me, you know that Ryan doesn't do shots. No, well, I don't really, but I don't really know why I thought a a quarter of a century was the time to do it. No. How did it go for you? Well. Okay. I enjoyed it. Next day? Fine. Could not believe it. I woke up with a clear head, went to work. I think Clifford was expecting me to feel a little bit sort of... bit jaded. Yeah. Yeah. And I was born at the douche, Ryan. Oh, crap. That's the best news I've heard all day. <laughs> Thank you, mate. <laughs> anyway, how's things? Uh, they're fine. They're fine. Uh, I have nothing tremendous to report, apart from we seem to be getting wet every single day. It's awful. It's pretty awful, isn't it? I mean, it's literally... It's like we kind of left September and it's basically become January in Ditcher. It's just rained. It has, every day. Uh, we, we've been... I mean, we've been schooling at the moment on, on our loop gallop. Someone actually rang me today and said, are you schooling on grass yet? I said, well, funny you ask. He said, it'd be too wet. And last week it would have been too firm. Yeah. Like, like it went Kansas. Like, it's completely nuts. So, um, I hope, well, it's meant to be dry tomorrow, but then awful again when, Wednesday. We're recording this on Monday for the benefit of the listeners. Absolutely. But for full discretion of the tape. <laughs> exactly. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, so, I'm not mad about the rain, actually. No, okay. I'm not sold on it as an idea. I don't no, find it in the night. No, 
We do need it, though. No, it no, you're mean, right. You're right, we do. You can start running horses, but at the same time, it is a bit relentless at the moment. And it would be cool if we could get some nice rain for Wincanton, because good to firm last week, was it was sort of quite quick, and we didn't run Force 10, our nice bump horse as a result. But mm. if we could get to sort of good to soft, even good, actually. We'd be winning. On Thursday, we'd have some nice runners there, yeah. which, would be, which would be cool, because we do actually have some quite nice entries. Be so, good. yeah. Excellent. Win. Rain at night, please. Cloud, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, in answer to your question, the only thing I have to report of interest, I'll be of no interest to you whatsoever, mm. but I met another one of my heroes um, uh, just after the last podcast. Was he, he a singer? Yeah, a guy called Brett Anderson, who is a, my favourite band, Suede. And I have followed Suede since I was 13, which is um, 23 years ago. years ago. Um, and I've always been completely infatuated with him. And he went to a book signing in Bath in a church and uh, got to meet him and have a photo. Cool? He was, for someone who sings perhaps slightly morbid um, <laughs> songs, verging on the fatalistic sort of side of life, uh, he couldn't have been more engaging and, not, and more pleasant. I was so pleased. It was an absolute pleasure. So I met another one of my heroes. Obviously, we've met the Overtons. Yeah, they say never meet your heroes. And and Sir Mark is another one of my heroes, but I've met nearly all of them, to be honest. I, I've I'm... met all my heroes, bar one. Rory? Mm. Yeah. Is there potential? I don't think there is, to be honest no. with you. And I'm fine with that. It's just... No, actually, bar two. I've not really met Jimmy. I've never met Jimmy. No. No, Dad's got one over on you there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. But yeah, Rory's sort of quite... Quite a high up, but I don't think I'll ever meet him. But I enjoy um, j- just for for the benefit of listeners, I was in the truck with Harry today, and AP McCoy just casually phones, and he ha- answers it answers it like it's the most normal thing in the entire world, just to talk about a horse. Even when you think it's really cool, you've got to try and style it out. Well, you you uh, you were very cool, I must admit. Still the champ, isn't it? Well, of course, then the colour showed that <laughs> there will never be anyone like no, him. He is never he be is anyone like him. He comes down every three weeks. With Mr McManus's vet, Jer Kelly, from Lund, just to check his horses and um, always have a good chat and things. So it's, um, it's very nice to have any sort of relationship with him. Legend of a man. Incredible, uh, the McManus set up, Harry Given. They, they would have hundreds of horses that mm. they're that hands-on. And before, you've been talking to JP himself, and he would know each one of his horses and how they performed. Yeah, well, Mr McManus is an amazing man. As you say, he has hundreds of horses... But then you speak to him about the horses that only you have, which is sort of 10. And his knowledge of them and understanding of them is remarkable. Mm. He knows the ratings of them and how they race and what trips they want. And he is a very, very, very engaging man. Um, but yeah, as you say, that they, he, I think even though he has a lot of horses, he very much cares about each and every one of them. Yeah. That's the impression That's I get. That's good to hear. And um, we're fortunate to have some lovely horses for them. None more so perhaps than a new one of, there's, there's a three-year-old called Duke de Bourbon. Yeah, he's quite beautiful. Mm. He's just a national hunt-bred, gorgeous horse who's completely unfurnished, but very, very lovely. So hopefully one day you'll see a lot more of him, but he's um, he's one of a number of horses we're lucky enough to have for him. And he's only a three-year-old, you say? Mm, yeah. he. Um, but he's in the main yard, unlike most of the three-year-olds. Yeah, well, he's, he's just got a wonderful temperament. Mm-hmm. He's very calm, takes everything in very well. Seems to do things really nicely. Katie O'Farrell, who's actually our, our newest member of the team, mm-hmm. rides him every day. 
That's actually a bit of news. Breaking K- news. Katie O'Farrell, who was in Ireland, she rode out for William Allens and Gordon and quite a few other trainers. Really, she fancied a change and felt like maybe England would be worth a go. Uh, so two weeks ago, joined us. And, oh, um, so that's new, a new change. Yeah, a new change. Mm. She claims £5. Cannot ride in conditional jockey's races, but she's a claiming professional. Uh, I came in schooling this morning. You've got a fair old team of riders there riding out, Yeah, it's... to be honest. And an interesting mix, obviously... Bryony and Harry Cobden riding the best ones, but the horses who need little help. We had Brendan Powell there, who's a, a really important member of the team, especially mm. schooling mornings, and uh, Harry Skelton today. Yeah, like we're. It's one of the things I think we're exceptionally fortunate. Obviously, we've got Harry and B that are in most days, well, five days out of six that we ride out. But then Brendan is in three days a week, who is a superb rider. Um, Harry Skelton comes in sort of once a week, once a fortnight when he can. Very lucky to have him, another great rider. Sam Twiston's in once or twice a fortnight. Very, very good rider, obviously. Mm-hmm. Sean Bowen comes in. And then the guys that we've got at home, Brian Carver, Lorcan Williams, Katie O'Farrell, we're really Angus uh, Challaday. We're really spoiled in the terms of quality of rider we have. And that makes a morning, like you were saying this morning, like we schooled 28 horses this morning. And I don't think anyone rode more than three horses. And that shows really? the sort of quality it of riding because it's well spread out and a lot of people can school and they're very capable of doing it, which makes our job a lot easier because you know, you don't think, well, these four horses are being schooled well and the other mm. ones, you're struggling. Yeah. We've got some great, great riders. Makes all the difference, it, doesn't it? It, do, it really, yeah. really does because, like, obviously Harry and Brian, he can't ride everything. And no. Harry's our stable jockey, but he can't ride everything at home. But to have the quality of rider of Harry Skelton, Brendan Powell, Sam Twiston Davis, Sean Bowen to come in and ride is is a massive, massive thing. And it's hugely helpful to our sort of our whole running of the yard really. But it was a good morning this morning, wasn't it? Very good. Very good. There were no there was nothing that was below par whatsoever that I could see. No. And it's like it's nice. It's like obviously the season's kicked off with Chepstone. We'll chat about that in a bit, but like it's nice to know in the next few weeks we've got lots and lots of really nice horses to yeah. come out. Which just is talk, cool. Just talk about Brendan for a second, because a lot of people would see him ride, and perhaps the, the quality of horse he rides on the track wouldn't be, mm. let's say, of the Paul Nichols standard. Mm. But I think it's it's when you're in the privileged position that I'm in, and obviously you more so than me, to see him riding the less efficient horses, let's say, or they're at the lower end of the experience yeah, scale. Yeah, yeah. You you see just how, how talented he is. He looks a real asset. Yeah, well, he's a, I mean, he's a Channel Festival winning jockey. He approached me and rang and just said, look, I'm, I'm looking for a place to sort of ride nice horses. And I spoke to Paul about it and we were both really keen for him to come in. Since then, he rode out sort of once a week last year and was really great. He got a couple of rides for us and did well on them. Um, and then this year, at the start of the season, he asked if he could come in a bit more. So he comes in sort of two or three days a week now. Yeah. Um, and as you say, he's a massive asset because a ride like him, he's extremely capable. Yeah. He's a massive asset at home in the sense that there's not a horse that won't jump for him. I suppose like Harry Skelton, he's probably had his father drilling him for years. Brennan, yeah. of course, was a great jockey yeah, himself. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, of course, now assistant to Joseph O'Brien in Ireland. Mm. Yeah, and like it, Brendan, more than anything, is really just a likeable guy. Like yeah, he, he's very easy going, isn't he? I mean, my first couple of years in the weigh room were his first couple of years in the weigh room. And he absolutely flew. Very, very good rider. Mm. So, moving on. Harry, we've just had uh, the weekend that we were looking forward to, the, the offic- not the official, but the start of the season as far as yeah, Team Ditch yeah, is yeah, concerned. Exactly. Um, had a winner at Worcester in the week and a couple at Wincanton. Mm. Um, and then the horse that you tipped a fortnight ago on the podcast, Silver Forever, yeah. 
was in fact the only winner that you sent out at Chepstow, which mm. was a surprise. Although Paul has always said his horses prefer decent ground, and all it did was keep raining. And we all know what happens at Chepstow when it keeps raining; the ground goes ultra testing. Yeah, and didn't really suit any of the horses on Saturday. No, well, touch on Silfra first. She was she was probably as we expected, to be honest. She's just a really, really nice mare. She just does everything right. And it was nice on Friday that she sort of demonstrated what we thought she could do. She jumped great. Um, Harry didn't get serious with her at all. And she just got the job done. I'm sure she'll go on to bigger and better things this season. But I absolutely love her. And she was ready to run in an obstacle this time last year in terms of her jumping ability. But we didn't because Calm Donlan, who's really great supporter of Paul's, was just like, look, if you think that a year in bumpers will do her good, then just do it. Um, but Friday was like just sort of validation of what we've done with her up to now in her career. And I'm sure she's just going to get better and better, to be honest with you. She looks um, tough. Yeah, she and, she's ju- and she just has that sort of touch of class that she just... Even... I watched it with Colm, um, her owner, and at 3 was slightly anxious, and I said, don't worry, She the further she goes... She She'll just, keep going, yeah. She's just got a bit yeah. of class, and she jumps great, and... Um, she's a really, really lovely mare. We were all very confident about her and it was lovely to see her go and do that. But as for the others, to be honest with you, as you said, lovely couple of winners at Dome. My highlight being Oleg, who's just a thoroughly likeable horse. Yes, won he at Wincanton. Yeah, and he won at Wincanton. Yeah, four-year-old. Yeah, four years Over. old. He's had three runs for us. He finished first, second in a good novice hurdle at Chepstow and then he's won his first chase. Mm-hmm. He does everything right. He's just a genuinely lovely horse. He yeah. won. If you say run, won in great style the next day at Worcester, she jumped superbly well I thought it was a yeah, she was great good. start to her chasing career um, which was really nice to see because she'd been running well last season in like decent races and she just sort of hit the crossbar a couple of times and was just becoming a bit frustrating but chasing she seemed to love it and she's not an expressive horse in the sense that she always looks like she always looks like me in science mm-hmm. at school how, like how horribly that? bored yes yeah I never enjoyed science but after Worcester, and I'm not, I don't really huge about into this, but she genuinely looked like she'd really loved her experience. She really? had her ears pricked. She looked a happy horse. She, she, I'm not, I'm not going to say threw races away last season, but she, she developed this, this she tendency did become quirky, didn't she? Of hanging on yeah. right-handed tracks, didn't yeah, she? For sure. Kempton, I seem to remember her veering all yeah, over the track yeah, once. Yeah, she threw the race away sadly behind and a storm. Wing Canton, she won and veered all over the that course, was it. didn't she? That yeah. was it. And it's definitely not physical because I mean, we've checked her over a bazillion times, mm. and and you know you can't jump and perform to the level she does no. if there's something wrong with you. She's obviously got a little quirk, but yeah. what she is is a talented man. That was a really nice start, so that was great to see her do that. And then obviously Chepstow, as you say. Um, to be frank, I think just a couple of them got tired. Yeah, sure. On soft sure. ground, on a yeah. big, stiff track like big that. Big open galloping and, track. And that's totally fine. We ran a lovely bumper horse who finished fifth. He literally just got to two furlongs down, just got tired. Um, we've not been able to take them away until now because obviously until two weeks ago the ground was quick everywhere. That's right. Um, but fine. I mean, Flicker Voy ran a lovely, lovely race. I think Posh Trish ran a great debut, even I though she finished third of three. Flick... Flickavoyu and Postra is probably the one to take away from the weekend, like I said. Yeah. Without a doubt. You know, both got beat, but both, I would say, will go and run really well next time. And full of promise, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, smashing horses. Um, like even Sir Psycho, the juvenile, I mean, it wasn't a great race. He travelled fantastically well. He jumped really nicely. He's jumped around. I think he's just got tired on soft ground. Yeah. I'm not remotely worried about that. Neither is Paul. It's a very long season. Look, while Paul prides himself on his horses being really, really fit, it's... <laughs> 
you know, if horses got a little bit tired at Chepstow and soft ground at the start yeah. of October. So be it. So be it. Well, they can't maintain 100% fitness exactly. from now right till no. through to entry. And that's when you want them peaking at those big festivals, I'd, I'd imagine. And like, even even like the winners, like Silver, like Harry said, she will improve. Mm. Do you know what I mean? She took a bit of a blow jump at the second last, but class brought her through. Flick yes. Boy got a little bit tired once he made that mistake two out. But like... As you say, we're early in the season. It's a long way till April. Absolutely. And you want these horses to hopefully progress through the year, um, as we think they will. But if you said to us at the start of the week, you'll have four winners in the first week, I think we'd be very happy. You'd be happy, yeah. And, and we did that, and so great. Brilliant. Well, Harry, we've got a few meetings with entries this weekend coming up, but why mm. don't we bring Jeff in for our sports update before we preview next weekend? Next weekend's idea. racing. It's a great idea. Let's have a break. Um, Jeff has just entered the room yeah. he's just asked for the drink so I'd just like to point out to the listeners that Harry when I walked in was drinking a rosé with a lot of ice in it which nice rosé mine very think, very nice rosé I think rose. it's a little bit girly but thank you <laughs> appreciate the feedback I, I, I would agree with you on the I ice I also wasn't offered one Jeff had to get me one just saying yeah for the benefit of the tape I really enjoy the wine and um, didn't really want to share it so no apologies no. for that right yeah, but the Budweiser doesn't seem to be going down too badly Jeff looks as though another one's required but there we are yes Jeff will cook because I had the last one thank you for yeah, having us thank you for coming on again father that's okay my Gr- pleasure great to have you um, Jeff it's been a, a big week for rugby I gather um, obviously the, the typhoon or hurricane whatever hits Japan is Shaking things up a little bit in more ways than one. It has indeed. It has indeed. But I, I'm sure the listeners will have watched the most fantastic game of rugby. I'm on. guessing Japan, Scotland. Ryan, even I watched that. Even I watched half of it. Yeah, absolutely. You only watched. Who only watched half? I watched half, didn't I? I watched well, half. Oh my lord, alive! What what a match! What, what a match! I, I I had I was entertaining several hundred people of owners group. <laughs> As was your son, so <laughs> right, okay. we, we were sort of yeah. a little dipping in sidelined, weren't we? We were slightly sidelined, yeah. Well, um, work on a Sunday, not social. I want I want a word for one of the people that we work with um, yeah. at All Sport, which is a guy called Dan Leo. Yeah. Uh, Dan Leo represents um, all the Pacific Islander rugby players. Right. And he's been striving for some time to get them some equal representation. Yeah. Um, and you probably read about the tears in rugby. Well, I think Japan, along with Fiji, mm-hmm. have probably proved that um, they can compete. They can compete, yeah. and and they no need, longer need to be ignored. And, no. and and so, more power to Dan's elbow is what I say, and and perhaps he'll be able to create some uh, some better benefits for a few of these guys that are out there. Absolutely, my wife Meg was telling me that they. Their amount, the amount they're paid in a year is the equivalent to one match fee of one of our players. Absolutely. Just to right. give people an idea of what yeah. a disadvantage they're at compared to yeah. our boys, basically. So, yeah. goodness, they've done well, haven't they? Oh, they've done incredibly well. And, you know, I think with Jap- Japan, although they're not one of the islanders necessarily, certainly at the forefront there, mm. uh, showing that, that other nations can compete. Yeah, there you go. Um, and so that's, that's, that's my mention for Dan. So, Jeff, you've got plenty else on your list I've as got, well. I've got a, it's so I've impressive, got, the notes, actually. Yeah, sports week catch-up, you know. Um, yeah. He does it all, properly, doesn't he? He does, yeah, he really does. All, we, we knew he would, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I've got three or four sports that you guys won't mention. Okay. Um, 
the first one you might even not know the name of this girl simone biles have you heard yes. of her? yes i was reading about her today yes my lord alive have you seen what she can do i've written it down here because i can't i still can't imagine it in my mind um 25 gold medals she's won at world championships um she's a gymnast she is a gymnast mm. um and her floor is exercise is the speciality right where she does a double double somersault with two and a half twists gosh it would be beyond me jeff uh, i'm not gonna I, lie i mean i can't i can't i can't do it in my mind no never no. mind, never mind <laughs> on, on the floor double somersault so she she leaves at speed once twice and then lands no 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 no, no. we've got to have the twists yet oh so one, two, half land. Gosh, it wouldn't be for me. I don't. I think even if it was for us, Ryan, I don't think we'd be able to pull off that type of I, I, carry on. And this, I really don't. And think this young so. lady is twenty-two. Is she really twenty-two? She's doing well for herself. She is. She yeah. is good on her. She's American. I. She's American. Yeah. American. Needless to say. Needless to say. <laughs> Needless absolutely. To say, but no, absolutely fantastic. Well, so so that was, that's been my first highlight of a watch this week. Okay. Um, also got to mention another group of fellas that we do an awful lot of work with, which is the rugby league lads. It was the grand final this week. Yeah. Um, and a very nice leaving present for a guy called Justin Holbrook, who's yeah. Returning home to Australia, right? Um, oh, and he's left with a twenty-three-six win for St Helens over. Excellent. Salford. Well done, then. Um, great guys. These guys, the the rugby league guys, are some people that up to probably twelve months ago I'd, I'd never met a rugby league no. player. <laughs> an interesting breed. We I'm think sure. we think jockeys are an interesting breed. Yeah. Well, these boys are. And you would introduced me to Keith Senior before, and he's. One of the absolute icons of the sport. Oh, absolutely. Jeff, is Lex leads rhinos, you know, unbelievable. Yeah, you yeah, know, sure. We do a lot of presentations with him and, the, you know, the kids hang on his everywhere. Do they really? Well, he's been there. Yeah. Got the T-shirt, done the whole life. I wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> like him you wouldn't want him to run into you, wouldn't no you? No way. Oh, he's a brute. I absolutely. met him for about an hour and the amount of stick he gave me was outrageous. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> And he we said I'm quite boring. Oh, charming. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably fair. We well. did manage to get him on the... Um, we got on, on, the, on, the, on, the on an exercise at the weekend. Yeah, which, we? was, which was amusing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank yeah. God he can play rugby. Up against, he was he up against Sean? I'm not sure. We, I think we might have put him up against Sean. Can you imagine Sean Bowen and Keith Cena riding exercises? Quite different. Very different. Chance. Quite different. <laughs> Very different. But... Um, this is quite so, fun to trundle through the sporting world, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's just something a bit so. different. Um, and of course, I'm going to mention some figures to you now, and I want to see if this triggers anything in your mind. Okay. One fifty nine forty two. Eliup Well done, Harry. Can't even say it. Yeah. Austria, Vienna. Vienna. He's broken, needless to say, by twenty seconds. By the way. The marathon record. One fifty nine. The frightening thing was he, he didn't actually look like he was knackered at the end. No, did no, he? no. Just breezing along. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not real. We all know that because he had, you know, forty five pacemakers and uh, who helped him all along the way. Nevertheless, um, it's some achievement, isn't, isn't it? it? Possibly one of the greatest sporting. That ever, far in it? under two hours. You just can't imagine it, can no, you? No. And. 
I mean, in, in central London, you couldn't drive that far. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right, you couldn't, couldn't get across. But it, interestingly now, I, I read a piece that says that um, Berlin is the, the marathon to do because it's very flat. Right. And normally at the right time of the year when the temperature is, you know, these guys might right. be quite warm. Um, and the next thing is to do it in a race. Right. In a pucker race, rather yeah. than somebody setting it up for you. I see. I mean, you've still got to be able to run that quickly. But nevertheless, yeah. that, that's very different to... Yeah, because it was some kind of Nike project, Ineos. Ineos, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and amazing course, to follow, wasn't it? My goodness me. Um, of course, while we're on the Ineos subject, awkward week for Nike. Yes, very. With uh, Mr. Salazar. So. What was that yeah, project? Or Oregon. The Oregon project, yes. yeah. And... Um, you know, it does just leave a little stain, doesn't it, over the over the sport? Maybe I don't. Know. Um, I still love athletics. I've got to give one more personal mention on the athletics front mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, um, I I grew up with a a couple of twins who who ran ten thousand meters back in the day, Commonwealth Championships and things like that, and um, Susan and Angela um, ran pretty much all around the world that was the benefit in those days of being an athlete right. you, you've got to go all over the place really? and, and somebody paid to get you there yeah. but they didn't pay you no you, you know had to what be I mean. sponsored yeah yeah so um in fact one of the twins their their son um jake jake yeah. whiteman um appeared in this year's 1500 meters at the world championship somehow or other, somehow or other scraped through to get to the final in seventh place by you know and that's knacker um and so i thought well you've got there <laughs> but fantastic result in the final to come fifth um behind oh, sorry in front of two two of his uh, fellow scots so three scots in the final uh, and jake was um jake was the first of those so um that was good while we're on the athletics fantastic for the ladies you know dina asher smith a couple of golds and a silver in the relay because she finished them with with three medals and and um i don't think we'd seen katarina johnson they thompson had, then we had, we? We and she she got her gold which was which was great Jurgen's okay. having a bit of time off um mr southgate's not having a great deal of time off because we lost to the czechs i yes, I, I read that two one mm. how, um, how did that go watch, down that was poor that was poor really um but nevertheless we're gonna qualify right they've got the last game tonight against um, bulgaria yeah in sofia i think they'll win that but it it, it almost doesn't matter because we're we're through anyway we're through anyway yeah so it's um and i think he's he's being quite brave with some of his, uh, his selections you know a lot of the youngsters around the place i see and um, he's quite pro youth yeah, yeah 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 and hopefully that'll that'll pay off and i've got a veer into your area for my oh. last item okay uh cricket yes a yes, couple start. of couple of exciting things ha happening in cricket okay tell us about them well first of all as a director of Wincanton, i'm very pleased to say that you'll be joining us on thursday absolutely uh, to right. celebrate the uh the career of marcus triscotti i i haven't slept ever since your daughter amy <laughs> told me invited me <laughs> so we've got marcus coming along yeah um we've in got the racing post today father 
It's so really? organic. Lee Mottershead gave it a good plug. Good. Said Fantastic. that it should be celebrated that a smaller race course that is more difficult to get noticed with publicity and things is doing something like they're doing and it might engage new fans and get publicity in the area. So good. kudos to you guys. Well, I've been, I've been trying to reach Marcus this evening to see if we could get uh, for the winning owner of his race, which is the hurdle race, I yes, think. Yes, the two-mile handicap hurdle. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to run a horse in it, which is exciting. Oh, good. Oh, now, that would be nice. Yeah, if we're going to represent it. it. Well, I mean, whether we're going to win it or not, I don't know, but we're definitely going to hopefully run a horse in it, ground permitting. So that's oh, fantastic. Good. Yeah, which um, is cool. So I'm just trying to get... Um, Trez to, to bring a bat along and sign it oh, so it'd be something different for, yeah. for the for the winning owner yeah. to have rather than a vase and or Somerset's a um, 50 over trophy is coming Somerset's really it is oh indeed. wow that's it brilliant indeed. so you're yeah. going to have your picture with it right no yeah. can't yeah. believe it great scenes well, like me with it. the World Cup you'll probably have to put white gloves on right do you think because you have held the World I Cup I have Jack. held the World yeah. Cup I haven't held this one, so no. I'm going to take my white gloves there along and see if I can get a hand <laughs> on it. Uh, 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 Moss, eh, <laughs> <laughs> um, So, white gloves at the ready. Great news for, for Wing Canton, and hopefully, we'll get a nice yeah, let's hope a so. nice attendance for yeah. you Somerset boys and girls. will Got come it. along yeah. and, and see Marcus off. Well, I'm really um, looking forward to it. I'm sure a lot of people will be too. Yeah. Um, and finally, of course. The hundred, Ryan. Oh, the hundred. It's not cricket. It's not cricket. Come on, Jeff. What are you thinking? Well, I, 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 I had a feeling that if I tossed that little grenade in there, it might yeah. fire a spoof sparks off here and there. We're all looking forward to the new English domestic baseball competition next Ooh. summer. <laughs> now, your friend and podcast follower... Uh, Mr. Overton may may be thinking, well, hang on, don't rob me of a job. I'm, well, there you go. I mean, I, a good, thinking... good, great for the boys if they can. Oh no, for earn, for but... all the cricketers that do get involved in it, I'm sure it will be really good. I'm just sad that um, cricket, in its purest form, is being reduced to a hundred ball what will essentially be run fests and not a fair contest between Baston and Ball, <coughs> which, which, as we have seen this summer, is what makes cricket so good. Mm-hmm. Low-scoring games are much more exciting mm-hmm. than one batsman getting in and scoring 100 off 30 balls, mm-hmm. like someone like an Aaron Finch will do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just we my shall opinion. See, won't we? I, I, I'm in total agreement, yeah. but I understand, like at Taunton for the 20 over matches, they always prepare good pitches. Yeah. Because... The punters want to see balls being hit out of the park, don't they? Well, so Mr. Truscothic was famous for his absolutely right big bangs down the ground. Definitely, there were few, there were very few uh, better than he he was in his in his prime for yeah. obviously for donkey shears, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I I think it's not for people that already love cricket though, is it? It's it's uh, for it's new. They're after a new audience. Absolutely, <laughs> I don't understand how they can. A couple of common complaints are. Firstly, there's too much cricket, and secondly, the game is too complicated. Now, I don't understand how they can complain about there being too much cricket and then add another competition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't understand how they can complain about it being too complicated by changing the over system and the rules altogether. Yeah. So to, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But then I'm a, a paying member of a county and we're not going to see cricket at Taunton. And I can't believe many members will drive up to Cardiff to, to I watch. I think you're going to see some of the ladies, aren't you, at, at Taunton? Well, that well, that's the one good thing. Obviously, Western Storm, one of the best in the yeah. in the country, if not the world. So, yeah. um, however, 
I think it's it, it, arguably it's the men who pull in the crowds, and yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I just don't think many people will travel. No, no. I, I mean, I've, I've. That's something I've heard levelled at it already. You know, these the cities. You know, London's got to, you know, Welsh fire. Yeah. As somebody, a, a very long-standing Gloucestershire fan, said to me the other. Are we going to watch anything with Welsh written in it? So, but it'll be interesting to see, won't it? And it will be. The other it controversial thing, of course, is that um, KP yeah. are, are the um, sponsors. Yes, I see when that. We're, when we're trying to get children fit and yeah, flying yes. rather than fat. I see there's um, some talk about that as all the different shirts have a different yeah. type of crisp on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see there's talk about that. Monster, whatever it is. Now, Jeff, hoops. you just mentioned KP, and this leads us on very well to... Of course, you went to a dinner with him Yeah, well, last week. I, I mean, I didn't go to dinner with him, right? <laughs> it was uh, uh, Ashton Gate, um, old mate of mine, Andy Brassington, who runs a business called Finders Keepers, mm-hmm. organised an evening with um, KP. So, right. So I was there with, I don't know, three or four hundred others. Um, as I said to Harry... I went because of this. This made his his long standing, and and um, he wanted to put together a table. He certainly wouldn't have been, you know, the first person I'd put my hand up to go and see. No. Having said that, I've got to say he was far more human. Right. Um, and perhaps less self centered. Yeah. Than I thought he might be. Okay. I mean, <laughs> he's. He's a pretty strong character, I imagine. I would imagine and, so, yes. And, you know, he, he made no bones about that. But he, um, he he came across, in one or two instances, in quite a humble way. I mean, he was talking about the, the captain she, captaincy of, of England mm-hmm. and what a orlicks he made of that. Yeah, sure. Uh, purely because he, he wasn't prepared for it. As a player, no, he said, no. I, I was happy to lead the side. He said, but that, that's that's not what captaincy they, is about. They There's do far more off the field. They do have a habit of picking captains that haven't captained their county before, which I can't quite fathom. I, yeah. I would think that's something you need to have done. Yeah, you know, I mean, he was full of praise for for Vaughan and and other uh, and other captains, because what he he definitely missed was the fact that he would have to go in and say, right, have a look at that today. Put an arm around somebody, yeah. Then wander over into the corner and give somebody a giant bloody rollicky yeah, because sure. that's what they needed. Yeah, sure. He said, "I didn't get that. No, I, no, I no. thought they all thought like I did. Yeah. I'm going to go and get a hundred. Sure. And we're going to win. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and that concept of captain. It's interesting how, like you say, some you've got to give them a hug and tell them, "Oh, well, it's not your day. There's always tomorrow." Yeah. And others you've got to tell them Absolutely. to pull their finger out and yeah, yeah, yeah. get on with it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, part of the skill. Yeah, absolutely. But so he came across for me. Uh, you know, I thought I'd leave the room thinking the blokes are mm. a bit of a ninny. But you know, he came across. He came across rather better than I imagined. Good. And yeah. interestingly, his view of the of the hundred. Yeah. Um, he thought one of the most um, compelling bits about it for Joe Public. Yeah. Would be the draft. Yeah, sure. On the, uh, the and that's 20th, happening on Monday. Twentieth, do I want yeah, to say? Yeah, a week today. Yeah. Yeah. Is this you know American style football? Yeah. You know, draft of the players and and you know, uh, he th- he thinks that would be. It will be interesting. Attract a big audience. It'll be interesting. Mm. Even sort of root got overlooked for 
Stokes, which I thought was quite amusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bearstow's come to Wales somehow. Yeah, I'm not quite sure yeah, how yeah, that's no, worked no, out. No, but exactly. Given he's um, obviously been Yorkshire all his life. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, he said yeah. how odd it will be for him to go to Yorkshire yeah. as in the away dressing room. Yes, of course he will, yeah. Good point. So, um, hey, we'll see what happens. Um, I'll let you get back to the serious stuff, shall well, I? Well, Jeff, thank you for uh, your input racing. once again. The uh, followers are uh, shooting up with my input, are they? They're by coming in by the bus load. <laughs> Jeff, you're invaluable. Send you send your bell on, won't you? Oh, <laughs> it won't get paid. Hey, <laughs> and I'll just mention of all sport on a pretty regular basis will be extremely much appreciated. Useful. Happy days. Might even sponsor it. As we're just going to look at next week's racing, um, we've got entries everywhere. It's Champions Day at Ascot. It's going to be. Pretty testing there, which could rule Well, it out. might not be, will it? They were on the hurdles track. Is that so, what they're so looking what is, to what do? What is that in English? The, are they not looking to run it on the hurdles track? Because the otherwise they'd have had to do the 100 metres butterfly swimming race. That's right, the they are. Track. They are indeed running on the hurdles track, I understand. Yeah. Um, but it's still going to be pretty testing, I reckon. Harry, entries everywhere this weekend. Uh no massive meetings, although if you're Welsh, you'd probably argue that because it's the Welsh champion hurdle at Foss last. Mm. Well, the ground they give at the moment is soft, remarkably. I'd have thought it'd been a lot wetter than that. Got Le Presien entered there, and Dr. Sanderson's entered a couple of places. We saw him score this morning. Yeah, Le Presien ran really, really well, actually. He gave weight to Silver Streak in last year's Welsh champion hurdle, mm-hmm. which is quite a good effort. Yeah. He might go there. As you say, lots and lots of entries over the weekend. Um, no particular definites. Some exciting entries. One who I think will hopefully run quite well is Birds of Prey. He runs in the list and obviously at Campton on Sunday. Um, he He's also like a lot. He finished second quite a few times before winning a couple at Taunton on it. the bridle. Mm. And then ran well behind Getaway Trump, who we'll get onto in a minute. Really well. In that... Uh, novice Championship final at Sandown, didn't he? The jump scenario. Yeah, and I think Campton would suit him well because he's um, quite a speedy horse, and Sandown just sort of drew the sting out of him. But Campton would probably be quite nice. Flat right-handed tracks. That's he's done it. pretty well at, yeah. hasn't he? You'd like yeah. to think it would suit well, so he's a possible that could run quite well. Getaway Trump. He is entered over fences at Market Racing on Saturday, and then a listed hurdle at Campton on Sunday, which I think is quite an exciting option. He's top rated for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Silver Streak's entered that as well, actually. Yes. Um, you've also got Grand Sonsi, who carries a penalty. He's also entered at Market Raisin. Uh, they both scored this morning and are uh, two seriously nice horses. Very. Um, where they'll go, I wouldn't even pretend to know yet. No. We'll sort of make plans as the week goes on. But they're both in good form, as you say. They're both entered um, up there over the weekend. But um, wherever they go, we'll look forward to running them. They're both in good form. They'll both improve, I suspect, for their first runs. But... Um, they should both hopefully make nice chasing prospects this season. A horse you got entered at Fosslas. Uh, Paul Ellis had asked about him via email, actually. Jump2pod at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. Go well, James. The number two. Um, Barbados Bucks entered in a bumper at Fosslas on Saturday. What do you make of him? Paul, he's a nice horse. Um, big, raw Bucks boom horse who will not be at his best until he jumps hurdles probably next season. But... I do suspect he'll run quite well when he runs. He goes nicely. A galloper, not flashy, not quick. But we do like what we see. Um, 
And I would like to think when he does run, he will go quite nicely. There you go, you heard it here first. If he doesn't win first of up, he'll probably win second, you know. It wouldn't just shock me if the experienced in the world are good first of up. And a couple were a bit sharper than him, but he's a lovely, lovely horse, Paul, and he's one well worth following throughout the season and beyond. So, Harry, last the last podcast we did a fortnight ago, mm. I asked you for one horse, you gave me Silver Forever. Yes. And she was the, the winner at Chepstow. Of, of all your entries this weekend, difficult to say with so much rain about who would be the one you'd most be looking forward to seeing. It's quite difficult because, because as you said, like Silver last um, week was like a definite runner. Yes. Um, and at the moment, there aren't a huge amount of definite runners because no, I of can see that. conditions yeah. and things like that. This pod comes out on Wednesday, so I'm going to say the horse I'm most looking forward to is Enrillo, who could well run on Thursday at Wincanton. Ground permitting, I would hasten to add. He is a horse who I absolutely love. He was a bumper winner last year. Bumper winner last year. Mr Broughton's. That's it. Sir Martin Broughton's, yeah. He um, was a graduate of Wilbedick's, came through the system. I absolutely love him. Um, And wherever he runs, he's well worth following. He's a beautiful horse. As I say, he might go to win Canton Grain permitting, but he um, keep on the right side of him. There you go. Head of her first. I cannot wait to see him race this season. Now, we, earlier we just put something out on Twitter about any questions uh, for you. Uh, one chap, uh, sorry, Sussex Mudguard has asked, has the Trevor Hemmings getaway going out of Voodoo Magic been named yet? He has. He's called Grudel, Sussex Mudguard. He's called Grudel. Nice horse. Um, won't see him for a little while. But um, we like him. Couple of questions from owners group members here. Rob Wareham, who's a brilliant photographer, often sends puts a lot of stuff on social media. A really good photographer. Go well, Rob. Has asked, how come some horses race in juvenile hurdles at three, but others need time to mature? Maybe only doing a couple of bumpers at four and not going on to start hurdling until later on. Uh, a couple of factors, to be honest. So, um, generally, if you buy national hunt type horses. From a store sale, you will give them plenty of time and look to run them in bumpers as four slash five year olds. Juvenile hurdlers are generally horses that have either come off the flat or come from France. Um, so they're generally a different type of horse, um, juvenile hurdlers and bumper horses. But it's interesting, more and more now, um, you're generally finding some there's some French bred horses that are in store sales, whereas before they'd run in hurdles as three year olds in France. So it's type of horse. Um, you know, some owners wouldn't want to buy a store horse and wait 18 months until they ran. Some would like to buy a juvenile. But generally, the French like to crack on with their horses a little bit earlier. They'll be yeah. in training as late two-year-olds and run in the spring as their three-year-old career. So that's where we get most of our three-year-old juveniles from. Like we, we've mentioned Mick Pasta before of J.P. Yeah. Manises, who's three and is a juvenile but has already won in France. Mm. So, like, he would have been in full training as a late two-year-old mm. um, and trained as a three-year-old and, and ran quite early on but um you know you have to be quite a mature horse at that age to cope with that I mean a lot I of think. these big national and store horses wouldn't be able to cope with that at all no um so it's just about individual horse really Jules Day asks I would like to know how you train a hurdler into a chaser to be honest Jules it's more them than us um we're all of our three-year-old stores that are um in training with Wilberdick at the moment, have already jumped a full steeplechase fence. So they jump and jump and jump in our care from very, very early on. 
but horses are either naturally a good jumper or they're not you can help them to become better and teach them and school them um but they'll either have the athletic ability to do it or they won't really um fortunately Paul's in the position that he buys horses with the frame to make into proper national hunt chasers in time so that's probably more the answer to your question than anything we're doing training them yes we jump them an awful lot from a very young age but the type of horse we buy is generally you'll hear us say all the time he's very much a chaser for the future and that's more than anything why our horses jump fences i think looking back we put a video out over the summer harry didn't we will had had this horse sort of three or four days and he was there jumping an easy fixed fence on it in the school mm. absolutely effortlessly it was yeah. a lovely horse and he'd done that within just a few days of of putting a saddle on its back yeah but like you say from the very start they're learning technique they're getting confidence yeah and putting in with great riders like him and his team they're, they're great pilots aren't they so they're, they're all they're filling all the horses with his confidence yeah and like it's i suppose it's like anything isn't it the younger you learn to do something the better it is i mean um all professional sports people generally started doing that sport quite early on and the same with the horses if you can get them jumping from a real early age they're confident you know it's like second nature for them yeah um and so yeah i mean we jump them as much as we can from a real young age and it gives them a good grounding so hopefully when they get to the races their jumping is a real asset for them one question a good friend of ours uh, we both worked with him in the past nick child has asked Nick is a commentator in Singapore, I think. I believe you're right. Yeah, I think Singapore. He's absolutely top class and he comes over for Cheltenham every year, commentates at our point to point the week before. A great and then, man. And then at Cottleson the week after. He's absolutely top class on the mic. And Nick has asked, you're, you're going to have to explain a bit of this, G-Wiz or Salubrious? Oh, wow. So G-Wiz was my first 13-2 pony racer that I was lucky enough to have. And then Salubrious was the horse I won at the boys race on at the festival. Nick, I'd probably have to say Salubrious. He was Paul's only winner that year, wasn't he? Paul's only winner at the festival. Vitally important. Winner at the festival was pretty special. Gee whiz, was mighty little pony. I won plenty of, I think I won over 10 races on her in pony races. Which was great. What a risk was the other great one that you and Megan shared. He was, he was a 14 too. He was a little rocket of a thing. Um, But yeah, Salubrious, that day he gave us at Charlton was, um, Really Immense. special, yeah. yeah really, really special. special. So Nick, salubrious, but, but not by far. Not by far, yeah. was a very, very special little pony. Okay. Nick's also asked if you'll join him in calling her a race at Blackmore and Spartanville point to point in March. A very short answer, absolutely not. I think you'd be really good. No, no way. Sorry about that, Nick. <laughs> he's coming, well, Nick. He's coming a long way, so the least you could do is pull your finger out, to be honest. Well, I think he does a much better job of it than I do. So. Fair enough. I don't want to cramp his style. Well, Harry, unless you want anything else, I think we'd probably call that a wrap for today. Um, good luck this weekend. Good luck Thursday, and good luck this weekend. Thank you. Very exciting to see the likes of Getaway Champion Grand Sonsi out. Mm. And I'm sure everyone will be watching the horses very closely. Um, anyone who wants to get in touch, please do contact Harry or I, or like I said earlier, jump2pod at gmail.com, the number two. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and try and answer your questions on this. Um, and please do rate and review on iTunes if you can. All your comments and feedback are gratefully received. Thanks to Natalie and Charlie, two people assistants at the yard who did both today. Oh, very good. Absolutely. Good on you guys. Thank you. Well, God bless them. God bless them. And good luck this week, mate. Go well. Cheers.